Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHKs I'm known, and two things up for review this week. First, it's the long-awaited, depending on who you are, adaptation of Uncharted, which is based on a video game. And then there's a new show on Apple TV Plus called Severance. First up is Uncharted, which is an adaptation based on the video game series. And I gotta say, I think, you know, the Uncharted series is arguably one of the greatest games of at least recent memory. They're super fun. They're action adventure games. You know, you're basically Indiana Jones in them. And how fun is it to be Indiana Jones? And I think one of the most distinct memories I have about Uncharted, the game, is that, you know, I actually remember watching someone play them before I actually got my hands on them because it was so compelling to watch the story and the cinematics and yeah, the gameplay, whatever, but I was really enthralled by, you know, watching the story. It felt like watching a movie that just happened to be rendered as a video game. And so when I found out they were making a film of it, I was like, all right. You know, it, it, it fits source material-wise. Let's give it a go. And then they cast Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. And this film has been in production for an eternity, it feels like. And I can't even remember. If, I don't think Tom Holland was the first Nathan Drake attached. But, you know, I think the, the challenge for me as someone who played the games and was familiar with them is that the character of Nathan Drake is a fully grown adult man. And not that Tom Holland is not an adult man, but, you know, Nathan Drake, the character in the video game, is more of an Indiana Jones type. And all credit to Nolan North, who did the voice and I think does an impeccable job performing that character. Uh, But, you know, Tom Holland just does not match up, in my mind, to what I expect of that character. There was actually a really, really well done fan film that used Nathan Fillion as Nathan Drake. And I thought, oh yeah, he would have been great casting at the time. I think he might be a little on the older side now to play it, but like that to me, is who I envision, or obviously young Harrison Ford, but you can't get young Harrison Ford anymore, but but that type of, you know, build, etc. Or, or there's also, I think, a, a swagger and a charisma to those people who, not that Tom Holland doesn't have charisma, but I don't think swagger is how I would describe him. He's, he just comes off as boyish, and he will probably come off as boyish for the rest of his days, and when he's old and the rest of us are wrinkled, etc. You know, more power to him, but... You know, he can carry an action franchise, and I thought, maybe can I overlook this? The answer for me was, no, I cannot overlook this. And, I, you know, I feel like I almost want to do two separate reviews of this film. One is for people who are fans of the game, and the other is for people who have no clue and are just like, all right, I'll go along for the ride. So if you're a fan of the game, I think it's going to be kind of disappointing. You know, there are story elements stolen from the original games. Um, Mark Wahlberg plays Victor Sullivan or Sully. Uh, And then you've got Sophia Ali as Chloe Frazier. Tati Gabrielle as Braddock. Antonio Banderas is uh, the bad guy. There's no other way to say it. It's pretty obvious from the trailers. He's the bad guy. And, you know, in addition to the casting choice of Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, I just cannot wrap my head around the idea of Mark Wahlberg as Sully. So really challenging for me to get into. And there are just sequences in this movie that the video game cinematics, from my memory, looked better. And that's pretty upsetting because I'm sure they spent, I mean, I'm sure they spent a ton on the video games, but this is supposed to be an action-packed thriller, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe the start of a franchise, all these things. And the fact that a video game that came out in 2007 looks pretty much better than your big blockbuster being released in 2022, I think that says a lot about what went into this film. Now, all of that being said, I did see the movie with a couple people who had not played the game, and they had a good time at it. So 
am very happy for them. You know, I don't want to take away from anybody enjoying a film. Uh, I think they didn't come into it with the baggage of having, you know, expectations based on playing the game and all of that stuff. You know, I don't think anybody thinks it's the next Indiana Jones in terms of quality. I think we were all in alignment on that, but they still had an enjoyable time. So, you know, again, the second the second review is for people who don't have any baggage going into this. Maybe you'll have an okay time. I would probably say maybe wait until this is on home entertainment or or streaming or etc. Whatever it is. I know they want you to see this on a big screen and it is designed for a big screen, but I don't know if story-wise, if, you know, character charisma-wise, it's compelling enough to justify risking going to a theater over. You know, the action is fine sometimes, as I said, very, very cheesy. I think sometimes it goes on for a little bit too long because I think they were trying to jam all the video game references in in moments of like, oh, yes, I get it. He's moving like Nathan Drake moves in the game, but... You know, that story is the most important thing about the Uncharted games, and I, I wish they'd taken as much care with this film as they do with those games. And I almost wished it was so bad it was good, like, uh, you know, National Treasure levels. I, I cite Nick Cage a lot in terms of things that I want to be bad but good. I think if it had that level of dedication and commitment to it, then it would maybe be great. But I think because it's trying to walk this line of paying homage to the video games, but also supposedly trying to be its own thing, you know, it it just falls flat for me. So personally, as someone who did play the games and was comparing it to that and just... But but also, you know, a good movie adaptation can be a good movie adaptation and doesn't have to exactly be the source material. But, you know, you you still have to have redeeming qualities on your own. And it didn't have that. So for me, it's only going to be a 2.7 out of 5. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. And I'm back. And then the other thing I have this week is a new series. It's on Apple TV Plus and it's called Severance. And the premise is there are people who have opted into an experimental procedure where basically you are separating your work life and your home life. So when you get to work and you enter a certain floor, it's sort of geographically gated. You know, you forget everything about your outside life, your personal life. You're not bringing any of that baggage into it. You're not worried about a fight you had with somebody or whatever it is. When you get to work, it's essentially a clean slate and then vice versa once you leave the office you don't remember the perils of your work day or being frustrated in a meeting or whatever it may be at least that's the the broad premise the actual execution is slightly more quirky than that but it's a really interesting concept you know I think especially in this era of work from home and a lot of us not being able to separate work and life because it's occurring in the same space you know what would happen if you were given that option and then would you regret it Maybe. The the cast is really great. It's Adam Scott, Britt Lower, Patricia Arquette, Zach Cherry, Tramel Tillman, John Turturro, Deachin Lockman, and Christopher Walken. And it's very eerie corporate tech, etc. And, uh, you know, I, it's spookier than I thought it was going to be, but I... I was really into it. You know, I actually sometimes would get so stressed out by it that I had to turn it off and be like, I'm going to watch this during the daytime. It's not a pop out scary, etc. thing. But I think the the sort of fear that it evokes is relating to, you know, maybe the fear of return to office, maybe the fear of are we wasting our lives? <laughs> you know, it's a big, you know, it's a it's a really big question that I think a lot of us have been asking in the great resignation and I'm putting that in air quotes. But, you know, it's a very valid question. And I think as people are reprioritizing how they feel about work this is a very extreme exploration of 
All right, well, what if you really could compartmentalize, right? So it's on Apple TV Plus, and the first two episodes are going to be out on Friday the 18th, and then they'll do a new episode every week. It's going to be nine episodes long. And I think it's worth checking out. You know, it's a little unsettling at times, but I think it's a good sort of mystery to chomp your teeth into. So Severance on Apple TV Plus. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.